we do part two of our OSHA emergency temporary standard regarding COVID vaccinations. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. Hey y'all, welcome back to Quality Matters, brought to you by Texas Quality Assurance, where quality management gets simplified. I'm Darcy. I'm Kyle. We're going to jump right in. This is part two of our OSHA COVID vaccine requirement standard that's going to be put into place. All right. You are about to jump into some Yeah. So stuff. we <laughs> talked last time. Now, the, the last episode, if you ain't listened to it already, basically just talk about the standards coming. They're releasing what they call an ETS, Emergency Temporary Standard. Emergency Temporary Standards are allowed, permitted, and there's guidelines for it within OSHA, laws are signed in the 1970s, um, and they have to prove there's a grave danger to the workplace. Now, I'm not even going to address that point because that one's up for debate, and that's a little more political. I'm more concerned about how can we maintain safety, security, and confidence in the safety rules and regulations in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Because if you are not confident with rules and regulations in your workplace, guess what? People aren't going to follow them. And I've seen a lot of dumb things happen in the workplace. I've been a part of more than 60 accident investigations. Let me tell you, you don't want people to lose faith in your safety rules and regulations. And truthfully, I think that that is what has happened with COVID and everything that's been said about it. Yep. You know, because we have gotten opposite information many times many times and quickly back to back by the same people yeah it's not like this side said this and this side says this one person says one thing one week and a different thing this week yep so that's why so many people don't know what to believe and feel the way they feel um choose to believe whatever they want to believe um but you don't want that to happen to a an organization like OSHA right. who sets so many of the safety standards for so many industries. Yeah. And, you know, we talked in the last episode about the hepatitis B vaccines. And I remember in doing these trainings for folks, I'd stand up to these guys that are, they're learning how to do CPR. They're talking first aid. We're learning how to bandage people to care for them, all this type of stuff. And I'm telling these folks, we're going to offer you this hepatitis B vaccine, but I still had to give the disclaimer, disclaimer, getting the vaccine will not prevent you fully from getting the virus, but it will give you suitable protective measures. Mm-hmm. And that was a whole other word in the safety world. What are suitable protective measures? Okay. Okay. So by the time this episode's out, I expect that the ETS is out. Emergency temporary standard employee companies with more than 100 employees have to provide the vaccine or not provide, require the vaccine for their employees or require their employees to get tested once a week. Now, within that, um, you get tested for the virus. The problem is like all viruses, there's an incubation period. Mm-hmm. So you get tested today. That doesn't mean anything a week from to, a week from now. 
And I read a study about... Which is why you have to be tested weekly. Well, but it really st- doesn't even mean anything like two, three, no. five days from now. I read a study in Iceland that... Because uh, they're a real small country, right? And they, they rely on tourism for their economy. And so they required people to isolate when they came in. This was earlier in the year last year. And they tested everyone once testing was available. And 20% of the people that, tests, that tested positive for the virus um, had previously tested negative five days earlier. Mm-hmm. So even that one week testing isn't based in science. That one week testing requirement is just based on comfort and feel good. Let me tell you, I don't <laughs> want to tell people what to do in the workplace to keep themselves safe because it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to tell you to do something because I've got proof that this will keep well, you safe. And aren't well, there are questions about the tests and I it's hard for me to talk about this because I think there's more than one type of test I just don't know enough about it but I heard or read somewhere that one of the tests is supposed to be discontinued in December because of all the false reporting that it's happened so you know yeah even the testing is not valid no yeah so that's a whole other issue but then the big question comes into play can OSHA even enforce this? Now, one of the reasons that comes into play is states with both um, safety and environmental concerns, each state in the United States has the opportunity to create their own department to manage. So like in Texas, we don't have our separate safety program, really close with the Texas Department of Insurance, actually. They provide some fantastic training and support programs out there. I've used them before, fantastic. But they don't write any safety rules. Texas has TCEQ, Texas Commission on Environmental Quality. Mm -hmm. So outside of some of the really goofball environmental rules in California, Texas really has the strictest environmental laws in the country because they take everything in the EPA and tack on tons more crap. Okay, so OSHA and the EPA uh, allow and encourage states to create these programs because it's really freaking hard to manage it across the whole (laughs) nation. And I think I've read already that one state, maybe it was Montana, I can't remember, said nope not yeah. doing it yeah and w- which is a whole other issue to, to be addressed because if you're going to have your own state program it has to meet or exceed all of the federal programs but mm-hmm. um but the point that they part of the point they allow you to do this is because it's really hard for osha to actually enforce this across the nation okay so you bring this up when i was trying to prepare as best i could for <laughs> this episode i did a little google and uh there was an article in the washington post and these news articles unfortunately just don't print very well yeah um they want you to create an account and all the ads print off so i wasn't able to print it so i can't read it verbatim i believe from what i can remember it was written by someone who worked for osha if not was at some point the head right. of osha Um, And he talked about that specifically, that as it is, they just can't really supervise everyone with the rules they have. And so for for this, they're counting on kind of um, employees to tattletale, basically. Mm -hmm. And then for that tattletaling to go viral, probably through media and and news media and... um, and then be embarrassed and the company right. be embarrassed and shamed right. into following the standard. And, you know, that stuff takes place 
all the time anyways, and it's not even anything new. I mean, in church last night, we were talking about this at our Wednesday night, or not last night, I guess night before, whatever. <laughs> they don't, Days they don't all know run what together. Day, they don't know what day yeah. it is. <laughs> Days all run together. Um, is, you know, in the first century about how much your reputation mattered. And so none of this is even anything new. But what bothers me greatly is that, yes, OSHA is relying on social pressure to enforce these requirements. Mm -hmm. My gosh, I really don't want the safety of my employees at work becoming a political weapon. Well, we don't know that. That was a commentary and a news article. I understand that. Um, But OSHA does not have the manpower to enforce this. They don't. Period. But they don't have the manpower to enforce all their other standards either. No. But they've done, as I mentioned in the last episode, they've done a really good job of, for decades now, decades, putting out really good, common sense, worthwhile, worthy safety requirements that safety managers truly love to abide by. Mm-hmm. And we can get our team around it. We can build a culture around it. We can do a lot of good for people. And that has all existed as well as it exists, I believe, in large part because it is free of political pressure. Right. And that concerns me greatly because I I take great pride in seeing workplaces. I totally agree with you. And I, I feel the same that it's kind of a double-edged sword. I feel like OSHA getting involved is making OSHA political. Yes. Um. And it but should not be. At the same token, how else do they enforce it? Here is how you enforce it. I will answer that question right okay. now. Okay. So. The same is. way that, I mean, I would guess the same way that the guy in the article said, just let it be shame no. without Common, OSHA. No, we need to have actual rules and regulations that make actual sense. Now, part of the reason for face coverings, and I'm reading it here on uh, one of these OSHA documents, this is Protecting Workers, a Guidance on Mitigating and Preventing the Spread of COVID-19 in the Workplace. Uh, This was updated on August 13th, 2021. This is an OSHA document? Yeah, and I can link it. It says, uh, provide one of the lines here says, provide workers with face coverings or surgical masks as appropriate unless their work task requires a respirator or other PPE. Mm-hmm. Now, we have talked about how the N95 masks don't stop the spread of COVID. And N95... And that's the best mask you can get. Just about. I mean, they have N99s, and then they have P95 and P99, but those get really hard to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, OSHA in the 1910.134 for the respiratory protection requires that if I as an employer am going to require you to wear a respirator as a part of your daily job function... I, as the employee, have to provide um, testing for you to have a pulmonary function check. So we got to make sure your lungs work good enough to wear the mask. To wear an N95. Yeah. Okay. So if your lungs don't work well enough and your heart doesn't work well enough and your oxygen level sucks, guess what, buddy? You don't get to do the job no more because you ain't healthy enough to do it. Because okay. your job requires you to wear this mask to keep you safe from dust. Now, an N95 mask does actually provide fairly decent protection against COVID because it stops the larger water droplets that the virus goes in. That's the whole logic behind these plexiglass shields Mm. is water droplets can't go through plexiglass. Okay. Right? That's the whole value of surgical masks. Surgical masks prevent liquid from getting into your face. 
we all know that our air blows out the side of those things and fogs our glasses. Mm -hmm. If I'm fogging my glasses, I'm spreading COVID. But what I'm not (laughs) doing, I mean, seriously, but what I'm not doing is spraying water droplets directly at you while I'm talking to you. N95 does a fantastic job, and P95 does a superb job of stopping those water droplets from flying at people. But that would mean that everyone in America would have to get that pulmonary function test to wear the mask. Okay. And this is, again, the hypocritical requirements. Well, I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I disagree. That's the employer requiring an employee to do a job. If yes. I choose on my own voluntarily to wear an N95 mask because it will protect me better than, you know, this T-shirt type mask that I'm wearing, then on my own, I can choose to wear it and 100%. die if I can't breathe. Hundred percent. Now, in the workplace, though, is if I, as an employer, am required to provide safety precautions for you, I have to make sure that you're good enough to get them. You know, and it's just it's um again, it, it's just very disheartening to to see these things go in this direction. But on the uh, I guess somewhat negatively optimistic side is OSHA really is going to have a hard time enforcing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's um. I, I, I feel like and I am afraid that this is going to become an embarrassment for OSHA. I agree. I agree because they're not going to be able to enforce it. And I and I get where they're coming from. They want to do something. But something is not always better than nothing. The wrong something is terribly, terribly wrong. We said this last year in the episode we did when we talked about masks the first time is I would love to see a requirement go out for everyone to wear an N95 mask. I would much, much, much prefer that. At every employee. Yes. I would much prefer that. Now, but then I think, what happens if somebody goes and gets tested and they can't? Does that mean they get fired? I don't know. That would mean that uh, at, uh, I don't know. Maybe at that point, that's where uh, other precautions need to be taken in place. Maybe you have to work from home for so long to you show something. I don't know. Um, something else, I guess, is kind of... I'm kinda... just wondering if they're just thinking, like, you know, the vaccine is less invasive, less taxing on your body. Right. Yeah, it's, I guess, the question is, is should this be mandated through OSHA? But then the vaccine, you still, they still say wear a mask after you've been vaccinated. Yeah, because so it doesn't it's... give you near the same protection. See, and because the, the vaccines are, for the COVID are a little bit different from other vaccines you get. Like when your kids get vaccinated as a kid, I have no issue with the vaccines. Like, I'm damn glad my kids get them. Those vaccines are manufactured a little bit differently than the COVID vaccine. And they're really made from massive quantities of dead versions of the virus. Um, you get really, really good antibody response from those type of vaccines. This is uh, based off of uh, kind of a modified version of the mRNA from these viruses. And your body just doesn't build up as good of a defense against the virus. Now, it does mean that if you get the virus later, which you totally can if you get the vaccine, it means that you're not going to get nearly as sick. So even then, I kind of see some good with it. You know, if OSHA is going to put this in, because isn't the argument that also if I've had COVID, then I have my own antibodies. Correct. So within this standard or emergency standard they're going to put out, you know, I should be able to provide a positive COVID test in the last True. six months yes. and say, or a positive antibody test and yes. say, look, I had it. I have the antibodies. I don't have to get a vaccine. I'm I, good to go. 
Now, here's something very interesting. Did you know that antibody treatment is a current treatment available? I have heard that. And do you know that it is paid for by the federal government? The organization RenGen that uh, produces this antibody treatment has made an agreement with the federal government, and it is free. This is another reason this OSHA standard is driving me absolutely bonkers because it is not giving you all of the available options for protection. So we have antibody treatment as an option. We have or antibody testing without antibody vaccine. Testing. Like if I had it and yeah. I've got the antibodies. You got better protection than anyone with the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's lots of other options available out there. So I think what well, we talked about with the pendulum. I guess recently. this is the whole frustration with the whole thing. You know, we talked just a little mm-hmm. bit ago about we've been told so many different things. It's just so many things are coming so fast yeah. without slowing down and saying, let's consider everything. Yes. I'm glad those last two statements you made, I think, are going to be a great way to summarize this. So we did the episode on the Pinto recently. Now, actually, that one may not get released until after this. But keep listening because it's good. Yes. <laughs> so when you rush the process, you miss critical things. Okay, so these emergency temporary standards. Or in the example of the Pinto, you know critical things and choose to move forward <laughs> yes. anyway, which could yes. be the case Yes. in this as well. Um, and then we talked about before with the, uh, the Three Stooges episode, right? The facts mm-hmm. investigation. Depending on what goal you set, you get all sorts of weird results from it. And so I just really feel like a lot of things have been done improperly and poorly here. And it bothers me to see these requirements being politicized. It really like I agree. I think, you know, our political system is devolving before our eyes and each side is trying to one up the other yes. side. And and it's I just not want to sit for, here and take pride in my work. It's not for the good of the people. No. And I wish that some leader would stand up. And I'm sure there are leaders that are standing up and saying this. Like, let's just slow our roll, right. dig our heels in a little bit, and take time to figure out and tell the public, like, hey, we're going to take time to figure this out and do it right. Yeah. Well, even in this conversation right here, I think this is a great example. I'm not saying there shouldn't be a mandate. I'm not even saying... Now, I'm not saying what the mandate's for, but I'm not saying there shouldn't be mandates. I'm not saying there shouldn't be actions. I'm not even saying OSHA shouldn't be involved. We're talking about millions of people going to work every day and getting sick. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. But let's think about it properly. So I can be on board with even OSHA putting this out, but let's do it in a manner that provides suitable protective measures to everyone. And, and considers all things. Yes. You know, and we uh, when we had Mark uh, on here, of course, you weren't available for that one. Mm-hmm. But Mark and I talked about that with the Delta variant. If let's put some common sense requirements in here, you know, if the herd immunity is 80 percent, great. Let's reward businesses that can show their employees have greater than 80 percent immunity to the virus, which could be a uh, vaccine, a vaccine or an antibody, antibody test. test. So there's all sorts of great, truly great mm-hmm. options here that don't require us performing invasive procedures on every single one of our employees. Mm-hmm. It's just there are better ways to handle this. And I think this is a great example for businesses as a whole because I've seen a lot of weird rules and regulations get put within individual businesses, totally separate and apart from COVID, that it just drives the culture the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And that's what's making me literally sick to my stomach when I read this stuff, is it is driving the culture in the wrong direction. And now we're doing it in our workplace with workplace safety, which is something I'm incredibly passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I just hate to see it happen. And there, 
I hate to see it happen when I know there are better options available. Right. That's all we got. Hey, everyone. This is Kyle with the Texas Quality Assurance Quality Matters podcast. And for those of you who don't know, I started out life as a computer geek. That was what I did. That was the world I worked in, starting out as a systems administrator. Since then, we've had the opportunity to work with so much from health and safety, environmental management, industries all over the place, from oil and gas, small electronics, you name it. But one thing that was always consistent is the process approach applies everywhere, even at home, in your family, in your church, your schools, your government process approach matters. So thank you for tuning in to the Quality Matters podcast. If you have found something useful or beneficial here that you have put to work in your life, whether personally or professionally, let us know. We'd love to hear from you and love to talk about it.